Bienvenidos, damas y caballeros. Welcome back to Freeform Radio and the Freeform Network. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Freeform Network. Send in those questions and suggestions, ffnquestions at gmail.com. Again, this is Freeform Radio. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Daniel. With me today is Noel. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. And we have Andy. It's all good, Andy. Uh, thank you for joining us. Hope everybody had a good New Year's. And uh, we're ready to start off the year strong. Heck yeah, man. Let's get this podcast going, man. Um, yeah, I, I know with the new year um, behind the curtain, it's still not New Year's, but by the time this drops, it will be. Uh, but speaking of New Year's, Andy, fill us in. No New Year's resolutions, or are you planning that you're still working on it? How, how are your New, Year resolu- new Year's resolutions going? Well, as, uh, as, the, as we record this episode, everybody's... No, it's the day before New Year's and everybody's like, New Year, New Me, all that bullshit or whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's good to have goals. <laughs> but um, I don't think I'm going to have, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm a bitter old man, but I don't think I'm going to have one. Like, uh, you know, in the years past, I would like save money, you know, lose weight, healthy, but I don't know. I don't know how long I continue to keep doing that in the long term. Like, you know, I was reading once that like New Year's resolution only lasts like at most two weeks into the new year. And um, I have goals that are more than just for the upcoming year. But I don't know. Like, I was really thinking about it earlier in the week. I'm like, should I have a New Year's resolution? Like, should I have this and that? Like, and ultimately I decided like, Nah, I don't think I'm doing that no more. Uh, I'm 46, and I was just like, oh, for for what, you know? I don't know if you guys are doing it. I know a handful of people, the usual, like, going to the gym, you know, lose weight, be healthier, save money. Like, it's always the same stuff. Nobody's like, oh, I'm going to fucking be, be in a movie or some goofy shit, like, or be creative. Like, you know, here it's always the same stuff. And that's why I'm like, I don't know, man, like, I guess I'm trying to be different or something, but I, I don't know if you guys have anything or, you know. Uh, yeah, man. You, like, you think I'm like, oh, no, fuck Andy. I'm, I'm going to fucking do this and rub it in his face. No, I, I do plan to uh, better, um, be a better light for, for my, of me to the world. So I do plan to put myself a little bit more out there. And just kind of show the light in these dark times a little bit. Um, but yeah, th- those are light. yeah. But those are a few of 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 what I'm gonna try to do this year more than I've done in years past. Yeah, for for me, it's nothing crazy. Like I've been trying to get my diet on point for a long time, and uh, it's not necessarily a New Year's resolution. It's just something that. It's probably gonna start up again next tomorrow. So uh, I was I've been doing the diet for a while, but then I kind of because the Christmas holidays and all that kind of went back to my bad ways. <laughs> but yeah, starting New Year, started up again. Good, good, man. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's the 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 ones that's been going on forever. Like 
Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, to me, it's this. I mean, it's cool, you know, in, in Latino communities that we have, like, some goofy things you're supposed to do at New Year's to bring you luck and money and prosperity. And, like, I don't know. I've never really been big into that stuff. I don't know you guys. And then along and then here, you know, with the New Year's resolution, and the last, to be honest, the last couple of years, I really haven't made it past midnight. <laughs> and to me, it's like, it's not a big deal as it used to be when you're younger. Like, I was seeing a meme, like, in your 20s. You're, like, fucking clubbing on New Year's Eve doing all this shit. Your 30s. You're basically at home. And then, like, your 40s, you're just, like, in bed before the ball drops or it's before it's New Year's. I'm kind of on that boat. Like, eh. Been there, done that. Like, I'd rather just chill at the house and maybe have a couple of beers and go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any plans for any kind of partying, uh, today, but I do plan to stay up till midnight at least. Um, but I'm, I, I understand what you're talking about cause I have struggled in years past. Cause yeah, you get to the point where you're like, there's really no big party celebration. It's too kind of crazy out there to be driving, especially where I live now. To drive out by where my family is would be a mission and then to have to drive back with all the police and just crazy people that are over drinking i just don't even want to deal with it but yeah i do plan to stay up to midnight because i i asked my son and he said that he would like to have some kind of festivities here at the house so uh we plan to stay up and kind of uh just keep the party going until midnight and then i'll probably head to bed uh 12.05 Something like that. <laughs> You're like, my bit time's at 12.05. I don't care what the hell happens. Right. <laughs> it wasn't like, you know, yeah. the the Millennium one, the 2000, like all the craziness that was going on. Fuck, that was what, 23 years, 24 years ago now. And, and I'm just like, man, some shit's going to go down at midnight, right? Like fucking planes are going to fall out of the sky and shit. And like none of that happened. And like the end of the world and all that bullshit with the calendars, the the Aztec calendars, and the more like you, you read into that stuff and like just like yeah, it's it's like uh, like I said, it's nonsense. And like I feel like some people succeed, but I rarely met anybody that succeeded in the New Year's resolutions. And like it's just like that's what I'm saying. Like to me, it's like good to have that goal, but it shouldn't be like your only thing and in a lot of it i feel like you're just set up to fail because um some of them aren't realistic you know i mean but who am i to say but i don't know i'm just being negative i guess i think oftentimes people get motivated around this time of year to do like what you're saying a resolution but they don't have the discipline to make it like a habit that continues on throughout the year it's just kind of one of those things uh how like we were we were talking about earlier i i want to change my diet and you were saying it's like a typical thing a lot of people like to go to the gym the first maybe month of the year and then a lot of the people that go to the gym throughout the year they'll talk about that like oh man the gyms are going to be packed this mm -hmm. january but then come february it's going to be back to normal and and i think that is how it is most people are they're motivated but motivation only lasts so long. It's like a temporary fuel source, uh, di discipline and determination. That's what lasts you the long run. So it all depends. Everyone's different, man. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. It's it's difficult. It definitely change is difficult, especially the older you get. 
the more to change something, it does become more difficult. I remember in high school, if I wanted to lose weight, I just had to stop eating a lot for a couple of weeks and boom, I'll shed a few pounds. And now in my older age, it's more of an effort. And that's just how everything is in life. So I think it's good to have uh, a New Year's resolution. It just doesn't need to be like extravagant, like, you know, I'm going to be the CEO of my company kind of thing. It could be small internal goals to better yourself, be a better person, be a better husband, be a better uh, father. Uh, you know, it could be small stuff like that, be a better brother. Uh, I My resolution is to reach out to my family members once a week to kind of just check and see how everybody's doing. It could be something as simple as that that would really grow yourself as a person and it doesn't take a lot of effort and can be achievable. I agree, man. Usually when you set small goals that you can accomplish really easily or not really easily, but like fairly easily without too much effort, you, it like builds up, it builds up the motivation to keep that going. And another thing I'm going to probably do is uh, shred some old documents I've had for years. So that's, that was on the agenda as well for tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, me too. I got a bunch of old stuff that I, I cleaned up my file cabinet, uh, probably like September, but now it's like half empty. And I got just like a tray of all my like old receipts that I keep there, but I have, I usually organize them in my file cabinet. So I'm hoping to do that tomorrow. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. You got a, like a, a at home shredder in a while. Yeah, I, I, I ended up buying something? one. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely wouldn't take it anywhere. Uh, some of it is like just BS, like, you know, advertisements. Some of it is like actual, has my account numbers and all that. I don't want that. Yeah, I had uh, a couple years, like, man, I bought a at home shredder from like Staples on a Black Friday. They were like 20 bucks. And it looked pretty solid, man. And then uh, I started using it. It crapped out on me. If the. It was like you had to some fill it like very thin, not thick, mm -hmm. and then the thing just stopped shredding. <laughs> like it got jammed all the time. Dude, so now the we same, have a man. we have a shredder at work, and um, that thing is like massive, but it shreds it pretty fine. But the bag is always when I go shred documents, <laughs> the bag's always full, and I keep squishing it down because there's like a safety thing. Once that bag is full, it won't shred. So I'm like pushing it down and the bag gets fatter. And if the door doesn't lock, it won't let you shred. And um, so I was shredding like old. Uh, I still get like my weekly. I get direct deposit, but I still get like a weekly check stub. And uh, I started shredding the old ones from like um, from like five years ago. And like a couple, like I shredded a ton of them. And um, that thing was like a lifesaver because <laughs> Like, I didn't just want to rip them up by hand and throw them in the dumpster, you know? No, I, I hear you on that, man. And it, I relate. Um, when I bought mine, it was like, yeah, 20, 25 bucks, something like that on sale. The thing is, like, when I got it, I already had this, like, mound of papers I needed to yeah. shred. And that's, like, the case for a lot of people. They'll, they'll see a sale. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll get a shredder and finally shred all the shit. But, like, you try to do it all in one go, it overheats, like, right away, man. Because right. you're just shredding, like, paper after paper for, like, an hour, you know? And the shredder just overheats, so you got to give it time to cool off. So that that's probably what happened. Uh, the same thing happened to me, too. Yeah, we have a shredder here as well. But uh, the thing that I did in September, like I mentioned, uh, we actually did a bonfire. And we burned all of our receipts 
Uh, we just put the cage around it. <laughs> and then when the log would, you know, when the uh, the papers would get a little low and start becoming ash, then we'd throw another batch in there. And so we were just out there for a few hours just throwing papers in there. And it just kept the fire going with a couple logs to, to keep the it fire just, and the background going. It's and, like some and, movie, Dan, where you don't want people to find the evidence of what you bought or something. Right. I mean, it, it was <laughs> as efficient as that because I doubt any little crumb of evidence if you want to say was left but yeah it all turned to ash and uh the next day i had to empty out the fire pit because it was just a huge pile of paper ash in there but yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying yeah sometimes you get a new shredder and you, you just start going going to town and it just overheats because it just can't take you shredding you know two years it's worth not of designed and, yeah you'd yeah. be shredding an hour like your whole lifetime in like in an hour right it's supposed to be like little by little daily but yeah yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like that's good to to get rid of stuff and like that's one thing i'm gonna try this year I mean, but it's it's challenging when you have your partner who likes to keep a lot of stuff like I, i'm constantly throwing stuff out and uh you know it's uh, a lot of donations will be coming up the next year and nice. then, uh, I'm, i i always accept hogan figures if you got any <laughs> Nah, nah, I ain't gonna do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, me, what, what I'm gonna leave to what, and then like all the stuff with streaming lately with my movies. That's another big discussion in this house. Now I always tell my wife, I'll get rid of you first before I get rid of my movies, and <laughs> uh, and it, it's gonna be an issue, man, because uh, I'm gonna run out of space for this stuff too, and I gotta organize it better. Yeah, when when we moved, I got rid of a ton of DVDs, CDs, a bunch of like physical media. I kept like the stuff that I really cared for, like the the Tombstone special edition. But that copy of Matrix that I had, I'm like, well, there's nothing too special about this, and I can watch Matrix anywhere. So I got rid of it and stuff like that. So I just went through, and I really only kept. Maybe if I had to take a guess, maybe around 30 DVDs. And I had boxes and boxes of them. So Yeah. I was talking to a guy at work about it. He's a younger person. And he was telling me... He's always asking me stuff about like wrestling and movies. And then I was telling him, like, bro, you can't rely on streaming, you know? like Because they edited that shit from like the original stuff when they showed the movies. He's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, there's movies where... Especially like on Disney Plus and like the since they acquired the Fox, they've been editing out words and scenes and you know and like Spielberg back in the day was changing people's guns to walkie talkies and uh, you know the special effects they did with Star Wars and he was just like why like he was kind of shocked by this and I'm like that's why I got like a ton of movies and tapes and that I'll probably never get rid of. I was telling him about certain band cartoons that are racist. He had no idea what I was talking about. He was like 20 years younger than me. Like, just Google uh, Sunset 11 Looney Tunes. And he Googled it. He's like, dude, I didn't even know these existed. Like, yeah, dude, I'm like 46. They were already banned when I was a kid. And, like, I didn't know about these until, like, the 90s because I went to comic book conventions and people were selling tapes. But, like, you'll never see, like, an official release. You're never going to see this on any streaming platform. And, like... Like stuff like this is just like they're trying to erase and and then 
it's just it's crazy like i feel old when i talk to to this guy because he's in his 20s and he's uh real quick he was uh he's like into wrestling right now and i talked to him about all this shit like this has all been done like i showed him about the bret hart wrestling with shadows he saw that thing and he was like like i don't know about all this and then yesterday he shot me a video about someone was talking about taking a gun like a wrestling thing i'm like bro this has been done it's like he texted me what do you mean and i sent them the video you might remember dan where ryan pillman went his was his house in stone cold in stone cold right yeah. <laughs> and he pulls the gun out <laughs> he's like i'll yeah. kill that son bitch and then i sent them the video he just wrote what the fuck is this i'm like bro this is real life right here and then he's i sent them like the whole segment which was like i was i was re-watching it like I was having flashbacks like damn man this is crazy like to think about they'll never do that right now because it's he has a gun someone's breaking into his house somebody i'm gonna shoot him and people you know used to think wrestling was real or whatever you th thought about it back then and he was like he was shocked like he couldn't believe it and uh so i'm like yeah dude this is real life right here and then uh so yeah, I mean stuff like that. I don't even know if that's on the network. It might be on the, but uh, I I'm I know I heard that they were taking down a lot of stuff since Peacock got the rights to it, and uh, you know it, it's it that's the stuff that I'm talking about. Like unless you recorded it or you got some bootleg DVD, you, you know that's stuff that you might not ever find. Uh, but I was able to find that on YouTube, so I I, I don't know if it's on the Peacock though. Right, but but to that, Andy, it, that just proves what I was going to say. You didn't even use your tape documentation for finding this thing. You just Googled it on YouTube, found it, and sent it to this guy. So how valuable do these archive files that you're afraid are going to go into the ether, how valuable are they if you don't even use them as a resource? You just Google it, find it, and then email it to people now. Well, yeah, that's because that's more recent some of the older stuff you're not gonna find and it's been big right there's uh maybe noel's heard of it like the lost media uh, icebergs and people talk about media that was created like through websites um and like uh what was the one that just failed qb remember that the like 30 second or minute long episode oh. things and yeah, people yeah. posted that there was some great TV show, even though the thing didn't last. Nobody knows where they're at. Nobody really, you couldn't download them. It was on a streaming. No, it never got released on DVD. Like, who has the hard drives? Who has all these files? And some of the creators who who QB signed to, to make uh, content, they're like, we never owned it. They own it. And, like, that company got sold or went bankrupt or something. Like, we don't know where any of this stuff is at. And that is becoming, with the new digital stuff, that is becoming a bigger uh, issue. Like, but if it was so important, how come nobody made copies of it? This show must have not been what it they is. Made copies. The owner, the the company owned it. And right. It's the company it's like us. went under. It's like us, Andy. For freeform, we're making copies and we have copies. But if nobody else gives a shit, then nobody else is going to make a copy yeah, of it. The and until are on our hard drives. Right. And then once our high drives get deleted or, or corrupted, then they're gone from the ether. If 
these streaming sites take them down. So it's up to the people who cherish the stuff, the media. It's up to them to to keep it, like you're suggesting. But not everything needs to be kept. That episode of you know what was it, the Going South or the Disney thing? It's up Sounds to you if you Songs of the South. It's up to you if it, if that is that important for you to keep the pro- the you know the episode so that it doesn't get lost in time and if it it's isn't just re-released it, it, it yeah it, yeah just an example it's up to you to decide when i threw that matrix dvd away or put it in the donation bin <laughs> or i forgot what i did with it it was up to me to go is there a possibility that this dvd will no longer exist that i might need i might want to watch it and i said no but Wait, the these, new matrix or the old one it was the old the first one. Oh, then yeah you might want to cut that one the new Matrix, and, maybe not. And then, uh, <laughs> for, but for but for the Tombstone special edition, Tombstone is a great movie that I really like. So I wanted to keep that because no matter what, I may want to keep it, watch it, watch the special editions, the back scenes. But I don't need to keep everything. You know, I don't need to keep a, a DVD that I bought at the five dollar bin just because it was five bucks. And it's a cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll buy it five bucks. But now I'm like, all right, I'm getting older. I need the space. I could get rid of this thing. I don't need it because I could just go on to Netflix and watch cliffhanger, you know, kind of thing. Well, yeah, that that's for like a major studio movie. Even those are kind of hard. But I hear what you're saying. I, I know what you there, mean, man. There's a lot but, of stuff that is lost. Like. I was reading, I saw this video, I don't know if you, just to close it up, Danny, like, there was a internet show for uh, WCW before it closed, like, did you know this, about, like, Jeremy Bornash, Conan talked about, he used to be on there all the time, and he claims, like, no one really listened to it, so there's only a handful of people that recorded it, and I think there's only, like, two or three episodes someone uploaded on YouTube a couple years back, after that, nobody knows Nobody remembers them. People remember kind of talking, uh, listening to them, but nobody really knows anything besides those three episodes that were found. That's like the type of media that I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I completely relate. Nickelodeon, when I was a kid, had like yeah. so many different programs and stuff and th- things that I watched as a kid growing up that I can't find anymore. Some of it I was able to find. Some like really obscure, just weird stuff that was on Nickelodeon, like experimental stuff that I thought was really cool as a kid. And I was barely able to find it. I, I had to research it for a long time. But I, I get it, man. There's stuff that's just it's gone and it's gone for good. You know, let what? No, I was just gonna say things that are special for sure, keep them. The the pitch black that you want, keep it. Keep a copy of that because you, you enjoy that movie. But the copy of uh, I don't know tremors that you bought because it was on a bargain bin for 4k and you're like all right I'm gonna buy this well is tremors that important to you that you want to keep a copy of it if space starts becoming an issue no I would to me I would be like I could find tremors again and you can get rid of it I think safely without being too worried about it well yeah things that are special things that are special are always <laughs> going to get released and improved and 4k upgrade they're always going to do that we're talking about like stuff that didn't make a lot of money but people still enjoyed it and you're not there's a good chance it's out of print and you're not going to find it or it might be 
uploaded onto YouTube, but the quality might be shitty or something like that. Runaway Ralph, the <laughs> the TV movie. <laughs> Remember that? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Hey, I ended up finding I mean, it on Amazon. The way you're, you're sounding, Andy, is the way hoarders justify keeping shit in their house. Like, I want to keep this vase because... Uh, they might not release this vase again, and this is the one from the 2008 World Series, and I might want it one day. And it's just like, yeah, you have to put a value out in it and, and deem whether it's worth you keeping. And if it doesn't have that much value, you just have to part ways with it just to get rid of clutter. And you just have to deal with it and get rid of it. And so get rid of that Hogan then, man. It's it's in the <laughs> garage. It, up. it is in the garage <laughs> for sure, man. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that's that. You know, let us know what you guys think. Are you searching for any lost media like I am, or do you keep everything like Danny's saying? Are we hoarders? Send uh, our questions and suggestions to ffnquestions at gmail.com. Let us know what lost media you're looking for. And uh, with that being said, let's go to Noel. I don't know if I'm reading this right. He's He beat God of War on the PS5, but it says 2018. So I'm guessing that's. The original God of War from the PS4 era, and they like upgraded it or something. So yeah, this is um, this is the new iteration of God of War. It used to be the Greek mythology. There's like there's a bunch of games, three major ones, and then a bunch of like uh, PSP games and all this other stuff. Um, but this is a new iteration. This is the first of the Nordic or Norse mythology with like Thor and Odin and all of them. And so, yeah, this is the first one. I ended up beating it just this uh, couple days ago. Um, really good game, man. And uh, it did come out on PS4, but I guess there was like a PS5 update or something. And I played it on the PS5. That's what I got. And it, it looks phenomenal, man. On this OLED, it looks so freaking good. And it gets me hyped up for Ragnarok, which is the sequel to this one. Um, I ended up putting in just a little over 20 hours. And I, I did more than just the main quest. I did, like, the side missions as well. Um, there's still a few other things I could do. Like, there's, like, Valkyries and stuff you can free from their corruption. But uh, just to kind of sum it up, really cool game. It's got a good story. Uh, Kratos was originally in the, you know, the first three God of Wars. He was in, in Greek mythology. So he was fighting the Greek gods. And he ended up beating Ares, the god of war. He became the god, the new god of war. Uh, later on, he ended up fighting a bunch of different gods and ended up killing Zeus, who ended up being his father. Um, spoilers for everyone, but I mean, you should have played all the games by now. And <laughs> now, in, in, in this, I mean, it's for real, like, it's just so old now at this point. It's like over 20 years old. Um, but now, the the newest one, the Norse, Norse mythology, he ended up having a new family. Uh, you know, a new wife and a son, and now he's living, you know, I guess in, in this area where, you know, the Nordic live, and, you know, his wife ends up dying in the start of the, the this game, God of War 2018, and so he's, the mission is to bury his wife or spread her ashes in the highest mountain, you know, that exists, and so him and his son set off on this journey to go do that, but obviously, for the game to be interesting, there has to be a lot of obstacles, and so that's what it is. A lot of obstacles to try to get to do this one simple thing, and it just grows. The story just keeps on growing, and it is open world uh, to an extent. There's you know a lot of different paths you can choose to go to. 
Um, and there's just so many different puzzles and enemies and there, they even have RPG elements to it where you upgrade your weapons, you put enchantments on it, you, uh, you learn different skills, you upgrade your skills. Uh, the, the son, his name is Atreus, um, ends up using this bow. You could upgrade the bow, upgrade the armor, teach him new skills, and you, you kind of have like just a bunch of different combat combinations. You got shields and you got it, it, all sorts of stuff, man. It's, it's a really cool game. Um, again, I put in over 20 hours. Typically, the average person will put in 20 hours for the main story. Uh, I think, you know, up to like 50 hours if you want to 100% it. I've never been one to, to do 100% on, on any game, really. I think the closest I ever came was Left 4 Dead. Um, just because I put like 700 hours into that. Because it's an online multiplayer. So I played it just endlessly, right? But this game is a single player. So obviously you beat the main story. You got a couple side missions. But then once you kind of get through those... It's like it's it's really a matter of how much of a completionist you are to keep going to every single area to try to find every single trophy, every single item that you can get. And I, I was never really that kind of person. So uh, I, I'll still see myself playing this a little bit more to try to get some of the other armors. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the sequel, which is Ragnarok. And I even heard that there's a... An expansion to that that was released, I think, recently for free, I believe. It's called uh, Valhalla, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm looking to get it. I actually bought it on Best Buy. Uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday. And Best Buy is like, yeah, we'll give it to you the next day. And so I was like, cool. But then it didn't come yesterday. So I'm like, what the hell is going on? And they use this like delivery service called Shipped. And I right. guess it's kind of like... Uh, almost like a Uber Eats DoorDash type thing where somebody goes shopping for you and brings it to your house. But like, I don't know what the hell happened. Like they never brought it. And so it says delayed on there. It's like, it'll be delivered either between now or Wednesday of January 3rd. And they're like, you don't (laughs) (laughs) right. They're like, if you don't get it by January 13, we'll refund it. I'm like, dude, what the, like, I don't want to wait two weeks to start playing this. I just beat the original. I want to play it now. I I really regret not just going to Best Buy and buying it in person. I thought I'd try out their online thing. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. You have issues with a recent purchase through Best Buy then? Yeah, I had the same thing. I I had bought it, uh, bought a game through Best Buy. And it took forever because it's like you said, it's like a third party Uber Eats company that just, yeah, it's just one person. I don't know if they like pick up bulk stuff, like bulk orders, or if it's just your order dedicated, like a kind of like a messenger service. But yeah, it it did get delayed. Yeah, it got delayed and it took a few days and then I finally got it. Um, Except I wasn't in a big hurry for it. It was more for Christmas presents, and they offered it for free. So I'm like, all right, what the hell? Uh, I'll do it. But yeah, man, God of War, awesome game, man. It, the the cinematics is like awesome. And I don't know if you noticed, but the whole game is done with one camera. So the camera never leaves the perspective. You never cut to another scene. The camera never goes and fades in and fades out it's one camera through the entire game it was like a big thing that they um kind of shouted out that you know something special that they did that made the game just feel different and yeah man i have not played 
uh, part two. I did buy it during Black Friday, but right now I'm, I, I'm in the middle of playing my next game. I'm playing uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, Part One. Uh, but yeah, man, I picked up God of War two during Black Friday, and I can't wait to play it, man. I'm really excited. And yeah, the the DLC just came out, like you said. It's kind of like a roguelite, so you you just go into like these random, procedurally generated enemies, and you just keep fighting and trying to keep upgrading and keep making it fat, uh, longer and longer and survive longer. And these hordes of enemies keep coming towards you. Yeah, man, I, I'm excited to play it. I, I I really enjoyed the 2018 one, so I'm excited. I'm like Ragnarok's gonna look amazing. I I bet. Um, but yeah, you know that we'll see when I get it, man. I'm I'm like I gotta wait, you know. So real uh, quick, Noel, so yeah. I, I, if you got it, try to get it delivered. Um, you know, I'm, I guess you you purchased an actual disc. So yes. with Best Buy saying recently they're gonna stop selling, a lot of stores are gonna stop selling physical media. Does that include video games, or they only let you order it online? Or do you know anything about that? If you can just go in and still buy a game, or is it? But with the physical media stuff so uh to my knowledge because originally i was going to get it in the store but then i got lazy and i'm like i don't want to drive far to get it because unfortunately the one that's close to me uh it's in melrose park it's an outlet store now so they don't have everything like they they're limited on what they carry uh. and so they didn't have this game it said i could pick it up there but i would have to wait till like january 3 so i'm just like well fuck like i'm not gonna order it and then wait for it and then pick it up i'm like i might as well get it delivered at that point and i was contemplating going to the nearest location out there in bloomingdale but i'm like the last time i went which was to get my tv it was a mission man. it was a long drive dude it was like an hour over an hour yeah, commute far. there and back yeah, yeah and i'm like it, the, the weather is like not the best so i'm just like nah i'm just gonna order online I, I hardly ever go to the city. That would be the closer one, Norwich, the, the Harlem <laughs> and Irving. I'm like, there's yeah, no yeah. way I'm going to Harlem and Irving, dude. It's like, not around <laughs> this time of year. So, um, yeah, I ordered it. My re- it's my regret, man. I don't think I'm going to do that again. I'll just, if I ever get anything through Best Buy again, I'll just go in person and just make sure, you know, I get it that same day. Because, yeah, this is, it, it was upsetting, man. I was excited. I don't get a lot of time off from work. So, I ended up taking this Friday off, uh, the 29th, or was it the 29th? Yeah, the 29th, Yeah, uh, which is when I bought the game, right? I, I ended up having that day off as a floating holiday. And so I'm like, nice, it's going to be a four-day weekend because I got Monday off. I, I had planned to, you know, just play God and War Ragnarok because I just beat God of War 2018. And that was the whole plan, but, eh, you know, you, um, we make maybe plans. Maybe I'll get it today. Yeah. We'll see. It's not the biggest deal. I, I got uh, backups, but uh, actually shifting to another thing I did, um, I started rewatching Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. Man, um, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> what do you mean? You watch TNG, uh, bro? Come he's on. a hater, man. He hates oh, you serious? Part. Yeah. He's, dude. he's all into Worf and Deep Space Nine. I'm just like, dude, that show's like terrible the first season it doesn't pick up until like season three from day one bro they made a documentary that's how good it is i don't see no documentaries about next generation yeah but why they make picard then they don't see deep space nine number two they made picard obviously so that's because the next generation was that damn good number two was always making appearances on ds9 that's all i know and then and then star trek enterprise 
they made that, and then they had the the tie in with Riker at the end. Heck yeah, yeah, that was, that was, you know? yeah that was, don't don't you're making me you're making me upset. <laughs> Enterprise is better than Next Generation. Like I don't know why they're bringing that vieja and and number two over there. But anyways, you're rewatching it and what you're like, it still sucks. I'll put it like this, man. Like it was the first <laughs> show to come back after the original, right? So I mean, it, it's what kind of kicked it off again. And there wouldn't be all these other shows if it wasn't for the Next Generation, because I mean, the original Star Trek was one season, right? Was Next Generation was many, many. Or was it three? Yeah, I think it was one. It got canceled, then it got picked up again, or something. The original, and uh. it, after after it it went off air, there was talks about Star Trek never coming back, and it took a lot of like groveling by the creator to finally bring it back with Next Generation, and it saved Star Trek. There would be no Star Trek without TNG, man. TNG saved the Star Trek franchise. Otherwise, it would have been gone a long time ago. Man, well, that's that's news to me right there. That's that's pretty cool because I I always had that feeling that the next generation is what kicked off all these other shows. Really, like it, it's the one that came in the eighties, right after twenty years of nothing. So anyway, yeah, dude, I, I started rewatching it because the OLED, like I said, it looks really good with space stuff. There's a lot of you know cool color contrast and all that and then just i have it in 1080p so it, it looks really good it upscales to 4k and dude i i'm loving it again you know I, I just pick and choose random episodes i don't i'm I'm not watching it from season one to the end i'm kind of choosing <laughs> the episodes that i like um there there are some really cool dark episodes that i i thought were really interesting for the time dude like there's like a death loop episode where the, the the crew keeps dying the same way over and over and they have to figure out how to break the loop and there's like uh episodes with Q. Q's like this all powerful kind of like immortal being and then Yeah. Yeah. And then when he becomes human and then he goes back to being Q again and those were cool episodes. There's so many different good ones, man. And um so I, I'm loving it. I've been rewatching that. Um Well I'm not gonna lie, I do like a couple of next gen the movies. Uh, they mm-hmm. made a decent uh, two movies that I really liked, um, but other than that, I never really was like a fan of the show. I know Danny, like he, he likes it a lot, and I I tried it. I just I didn't like it. And then are the episodes you watching? Didn't they remaster them like that in the last ten years? Is that what you're watching, or is the original uh, like DVD releases, or what is it, or is it on a streaming thing? So um, it, it is. Uh digital in a in a sense right it's on my mm-hmm. external but um it's a 1080p copy and they were recently released if you look up online you know there's different websites you could probably go to or you could find it uh that way you can archive it and have it forever uh no matter who takes it down on streaming but yeah no there, there's 1080p releases now for it um i don't know if they're going to remaster it to 4k but i know for sure there's a 1080p release yeah they, they actually did. just yeah yeah, they did a, a release on Blu-ray, like a whole big collection. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the I Picard know, collection or whatever. Yeah, I know Paramount or Viacom, whatever. I remember there was talks that they were gonna they remastered the the original show, the with Kirk, and then it did so good that they wanted to do them with all, and then the, the next generation. 
And I think it did okay. It's not what they thought. And then they kind of scrapped all that for the rest of them. Because the only show that was shot in HD uh, was Enterprise. And probably the stuff afterwards. Uh, but like Voyager and Deep, Deep Space Nine. There was talks that they were going to put them to 1080p and up, uh, remaster them. But uh, they never did. And uh, that's what I'm asking. I, I, I wasn't sure if they did that. Like I said with Next Generation. But it sounds like they did. Yeah, for next generation, uh, if I remember right, they 4K the first two seasons, and then uh, Paramount said that that was enough, or the first three <laughs> seasons, yeah, uh, where they they redid all the planet backgrounds, and then they upres the the episodes to 4K, and then they even did the widescreen stretching of it. Uh, so th- the rest of it is just um, the standard high definition 1080p versions i'm gonna have to find that then because yeah the, the one that i have is still the the letterbox the four three ratio right uh-huh uh so yeah it's not the widescreen but it, it still looks good it's just yeah, oh, yeah i sure. had to find that other one man huh yeah i, I bought the I, I i bought that blu-ray collection that that has it at 4k it, it looks oh, awesome boy. those first couple episodes yeah Dang, dude, I got to watch that. Yeah, this yeah. nerd right. talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here's one other thing that just finish it off here. I've been watching uh, Reacher. I don't know if you've seen that show. Uh, it's the second season of this. And uh, originally, I think it started with a book series, and then Tom Cruise did a, mm-hmm. a couple movies, Jack Reacher. And so they came up with the show, and uh, the guy that's the main actor, Alan Richson, uh, he's in talks to be the new Batman. I'm not sure if that's really? going to be like 100%, but he's in talks to be the new Batman. Um, so we'll, we'll see. But like so far, the show is really good. And the actor seems, you know, competent. And he, he looks the part, you know, he's like 6'3", probably like 250, maybe more. He's a big guy. So he does have like an intimidating demeanor compared to, you know, no offense to Tom Cruise. It's just he's just that this other guy is a bigger guy. So he looks more tough, you know. And uh, the show is pretty cool. It's it's not like anything groundbreaking or anything like that. It's nothing super crazy, but it's got an interesting story. Um, the first one was just him going to this like country middle of nowhere town, and he ended up, you know, helping out with like a local crime situation that was going on. And then he's like, "All right, I'm out of here." Kind of like uh, at the end of Hulk when the guy just walks away, and you know, he's into the sunset. It's kind of how he did it, <laughs> except there was no music. It was just him walking. But then season two starts, and now he's in a new place. But people are hunting down his old team. So he used to be in the military. He used to be uh, the commander or whatever, and and they're hunting down his his team. So he reassembles them, kind of like the Avengers and shit. And now they're you know trying to figure out what's going on and. I'm only on episode five, I think, of, of eight or ten. So it, it's pretty good so far. I'd recommend it if anybody's interested in just some cool action show. Yeah, when I saw his picture on the, the you know, the marquee or whatever for the season, I was just like, man, this guy looks really different from Tom Cruise. He does have a bigger presence in it for sure. Yeah, I mean, I just know that actor from that show that used to be on Spike, uh, the football, the college football one. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, Blue Mountain State. There it is. Yeah, and 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 um, 
I'm shocked to see him in this, and I've seen clips of it on like, uh, like Google Shorts and all that. But I- I'm shocked that he's in role to pl- to, to play Batman. So I mean, good for him. Uh, I don't know if he could pull Batman off, but I know the Reacher character. All I know is from the Tom Cruise movies because my wife watched them and I saw them with her, and those were okay. But uh, yeah, man, I, I do. I'll, I do want to try to check it out. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, it, it's definitely easy to watch. It's just a cool, fun show. Um, but anyway, that that's kind of what I've been up to. You know, just a couple games, a couple shows. Kind of to just, you know, relax and unwind for these four days that we got. But uh, shifting over to Daniel, it looks like you've been watching some stuff too. Uh, I've never heard of this show. The first season of The Bear? What's this about? Oh, man, yeah. that's a good show. Yeah, it's uh, on uh, FX... So if you have Hulu, you should be able to see it. But yeah, this thing is a Chicago-based uh, Italian beef place. And um, very awesome show, man. I've heard really high praises about it for a long time. And you know, me and my wife were in the middle of um, watching Veep with um, uh, Julia Dreyfus or what's her name from <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. So we were finishing that off, and that was a pretty good show too. I I, I actually enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, we, we were looking for a new show to watch, so I'm like, hey, let's watch uh, the Bear, and we'll we'll check it out. And so it follows this family of Italians that own an Italian beef shop in Chicago. I think it's like in the Pilsen neighborhood. I I don't quite remember what neighborhood it is, but it is a legit like um, spot that they use for filming. And so it's really cool because it has a lot of Chicago flavor. It throws a lot of spots. Shows Pequods in there. Shows gin and juice. Shows Johnny hot dogs. Uh, it shows all like the staples of Chicago uh, food in there. So really cool uh, TV show. We finished watching the first season. Um, I don't want to give too much of the plot because the story has a lot to do with what makes the show really good. Um, but yes, man, really cool if you're a Chicago if you like Italian beefs and you want to see how beefs are done, the, it, a lot of it goes into the background of the food prep and the, the meat. And it's like a dramatic show. So it's not like a documentary or anything like that. It's like a dramatic show. Um, really, really cool, well put together. Looks like season two is going to flip it a little bit. So I'm kind of excited to see where season two goes. Uh, but yeah, man. Really good show. Um, you, you should probably watch it. I, I think you would dig it, Noel. Uh, I'm not sure if you're an Italian beef connoisseur or not. <laughs> oh, I, I like Italian beef for sure. I have to definitely look at it. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this, Sandy? It's yeah, I like watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, I binged that. I mean, there are, the episodes are, I think, half hour, if I remember. Right. I haven't seen season two. I watched, like, I started watching the first episode. It was a little slow for me. I'm like, eh. and then like you said, the the first season it goes through all these like uh, stories and mm-hmm. like there's like a little twist there that I thought was kind of strange because uh, real quick the the actor that that played the Punisher he's in it and he kind of has like uh, he has like a he's one of the big things in the in the story that he's doing, uh, what he's trying to do with the the restaurant. So, and uh, that character to me was kind of strange, but uh, 
Oh man, I'm starting to think you just don't like the character because you didn't like him on that uh, Sopranos movie either. No, the only thing I liked him in was Walking Dead. You didn't <laughs> like him on Punisher either. I watched some of the Punisher, and it was okay. Yeah, he was also just good. Think in, you don't like the actor, yeah. He was good in what movie where they're in prison. Uh, he was okay in that one. Um, I forgot what movie I watched, but yeah, I mean, he's he's a good actor, but I, the character—I'm not talking about the actor—the character in the show. The I forgot if it was his brother, cousin, or some shit. He was kind of weird to me. Like he was trying to figure him out and all this bullshit, and like like he doesn't fit the role. Yeah, and then like the whole like the relationship, I guess, was messed up or it wasn't. I really didn't. I never got no resolution on that. Yeah, I I thought he he fit the character, um, strong Italian presence, uh, really loud and outspoken, and I thought he he fit that uh, with Spades. I I thought in in this case he did fit it. In the case of Sopranos, I thought it was kind of a reach, especially since the Sopranos, um, Tony Soprano's dad was already an established character, um, and the TV show for Sopranos that character was played slightly different. So for that, I kind of understood your comments as far as it doesn't really match. But for this, I think he does fit it, and I think he, he does it well. But, yeah, man, check out the show. I think it's very well put together. Um, probably start watching season two uh, maybe tomorrow or uh, during this coming week. But, guys, we're running a little short on time, so let's jump into our article of the week. All right, so our article of the week here with the holiday shopping coming to an end, um, there's a lot of returns of gifts. And so this article comes off of CBSnews.com, CBS News Miami, and it says bargain hunters looking for after Christmas sales. And uh, mainly what the article goes into is returns and how, um, according to the article, 40% of consumers are planning to return at least one gift uh, from this holiday season. Um, the, the article kind of goes into some other details. There's a video as well um, concerning it, but that a vast majority of people are returning and they're also giving a warning for people returning gifts that a lot of companies are now starting to charge restock fees. Um, you know, whether That's it's, crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, it, to me, I, it, I work in an industrial business where you deal with restocking fees all the time because it, if you really think about it, it does cost a lot of money. It costs money for the worker to handle this product coming back paying for the shipping for it to come back, restocking it, certifying it, checking, making sure everything's complete if it's not sealed. So there's a a long process in this, and that money has to come out of somewhere. Um, It always trips me out how um, after a big holiday sale like um, Black Friday, oh, $10 billion were spent and blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't really give you the numbers after a month how much of that was returned back and people had to eat it, um, whether people are like, I don't want this at all, just give me my money, or did they ask for exchanges, and in that case, the money stays with the corporation. So 
I think it, that has a lot to do with it, that a lot of these companies have to pay uh, to have these things restocked. But anyways, uh, speaking more on just generally on the article, uh, do you guys even return stuff that you get for Christmas? Um, I don't know if it's a Latino thing, but to me, I can't even remember. Granted, I don't get that many gifts to begin with. I'm an old guy. But even the <laughs> gifts that I do get, uh, I can't remember when was the last time I even took anything back to the store. Uh, do you remember anything like that, Noel? Maybe one time. I, I, it's hard to remember, so it's not often. It's very rare. I think one time I got pajama pants that were a little tight, so I wanted for a, like a bigger size. And then there was maybe one other time where it was the opposite, where they were too big, and I ended up getting a smaller size. That's it. Like other than that, I just whatever it is, I'm keeping it or giving it away or selling it or what, whatever, you know. But yeah, I don't return. How about you, know, Andy? Nah, generally I don't. I mean, I keep just about everything. I mean, I I don't. But like the online stuff, like I'm, I'm feeling like a lot of the, the articles feeling to online retailers. Right, like, it is a bigger part and, now. Yeah, it's it's like uh, like Amazon and and all that stuff. I, I think it's more of a challenge because, but Amazon has great returns. Where like you just I'm gonna drop it off at a store or go to the UPS store or whatever and be done with it. So, well, the article does mention that Amazon is one of the companies that's charging if you're using their UPS feature to return it back. They're one mm -hmm. of the companies that are gonna charge you. Yeah, they charge you if you want a label, but if you go to the UPS stores, they just it's like the codes they just scan it and it ship okay. it back. Because yeah, I don't like. Uh, my wife didn't like going to the store because they get you, they give you a coupon. Next thing you know, you're spending money when you're trying to return shit. I'm like, let's just go to the UPS store and drop it off. And like, you could be in and it's last line. And you're just in and out, you know. I think it depends too of the reason for returning. So like, if it was a damaged or defective item, I think that's even more reason why they wouldn't charge you. At least I would hope, right? I actually just. Now that you mention it, uh, two days ago, I went to the UPS store to drop off. Uh, I bought Saw X, Saw 10, uh, 4K, and it came without the wrapping. And I'm like, is this a used fucking copy? I open it up. I'm like, let me test the digital code. If it's redeemed, then it's used. And it was. It was redeemed. So somebody bought it, redeemed the digital, returned it, and then Amazon sold it to me like it was a brand new one. And so I'm like, hell no, nah, I'm returning this right away. They sent me a replacement, and they're like, you could drop this one off at the UPS store. So I did it. No issues, no charge, nothing. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. to me sounds reasonable. And and I guess maybe the percentage in the article isn't that high because, like you said, Noel, if the product didn't come in as advertised, if the pajamas you got was a medium and you need a large then those things, I guess, are understandable. If you got kids and, you know, I don't know what Andy's kids' size is, so I'll take a guess and maybe I'll guess wrong and he'll have to return it um, for a different size. So I guess there are returns that are valid, but I think in a lot of cases people return too many things because, you know, they just don't want it. They don't care for it. They totally misguess that Andy likes yellow polka dots and he really doesn't kind of thing. And so he has to return it. I don't know. Or like you get a gift of a candle and it's gingerbread cookie, something like, uh, 
yeah where's the gift right for this <laughs> yeah for sure or that's something you have to re-gift you know just pass it along and like um that that's another thing uh that i've heard people say like oh i just re-gift stuff all the time <laughs> right and i know you've mentioned before andy and and i've you know sunk to this too buying gift cards because you can't fail with cash no. but i don't know man sometimes i I like to try to venture and, and guess what, you know, the little kids are like and try to buy them something that they would care for. So that's how, that's how you get candles, man. <laughs> right. And right. scarves. <laughs> well, when you when you see a little boy, you're like, eh, he'll like trucks that make a lot of noise. So you buy stuff like that and you're, you, you figure it's going to be kind of safe. But if you buy them like um, a, a Barbie headset. Uh, or Bobby uh, Barbie stuff. You're like, well, this boy's not gonna like that. Or if you buy him something that is totally off a of left field, then yeah, you're, you're gonna be off, and the kid might not might not like it. No, yeah, no, the the, the trucks that make noise. He liked it, and uh, his cousins came over, and then they started fighting over him. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I they make I've, noises. I think next year I'm gonna get the kid a drum set. And then, so you could have to set nah, it up. He went open that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, gonna be the, the, gift, the gift I brought, and I just left it there. And I'm like, "Your gift there," and he just like looked at it, and he just kept walking around. And then, like yesterday, we had a we had a get together for my wife. He just like he saw it, and he's like, he just started opening it up. I'm like, "Oh, now you pick when we're gonna get out of here." So I had to unscrew <laughs> one really quick and give it to him, and he was loving it, and then. The cousins came back and then all hell broke loose over them. Those little trucks. It was funny and annoying at the same time. <laughs> nice, nice, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's worth the effort to try to find something that the person will care for. But um, yeah, I think, like you mentioned, Andy, uh, with this online presence now being more so than ever, there's going to, that return percentage is just going to increase uh i mean how can you buy shoes online uh, to me shoes are particular you know one brand uh, a size 10 and a half is a little tight and then the next brand is just on the money and it fits perfect so things like that are always going to be a thing where you're just going to have to return things but right yeah i think it's just something that uh it maybe cash and gift cards are going to be more of the future i don't know yeah, the, the gift cards, like I said, it's cool. Uh, I think at this point, I just rather give. You rather give cash, especially to adults and like teenagers. Maybe the 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 pe kids that are younger will will not. Uh, will probably get them something they'll enjoy more than cash. But it, when you're older, to a certain point, I'm just like, yeah, just just give them cash and <laughs> be done with it. And a yeah, nice for sure. and a nice Christmas card. It's definitely the safer option most of the time. I feel like there, because I have a you know quite a number of nephews and niece, um, and for some of them, the, if depending on what how old they are, they're already into certain things that you know I, I know like all right, they're gonna they like working out. They're they're gonna be liking this protein powder. Uh, I know another one. Oh, they they like to draw. Well, here is like this drawing stuff. But, but sometimes it's like they're not really into any one particular thing. And for those, it's like, all right, here, here's a gift card. Like, whatever you end up deciding to get, you know, you, you go ahead and get that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's just how it goes, man. Um, some people are easier to, to buy for than others. I find for my parents particularly are always the hardest 
nothing that I ever buy them do they ever use. It just gets restored. So them there, that's the gift card people right there. But anyway, guys, uh, that is all we have uh, time for for today. And uh, we want to just thank everybody for joining us on the Freeform Network. If you're not already, please follow us on Twitter. We are at FFR Podcast. Uh, if you have questions, suggestions, anything for this upcoming year that you want us to cover, please let us know. FFNQuestions at gmail.com. And from Freeform Radio, my name is Noel. And we have Daniel. Yes, sir. I'd like to thank everybody out there. Great year. Got uh, expanded our audience a little. I know we got new listeners, so we'd like to thank you. And New Year's resolution for you, Andy. Get that Facebook running, man. I, I got those old people on Facebook that they want to share messages. This Twitter is a little too new for them, and yeah, X uh, is even scarier, man. We got a uh, uh, what do we call it? We're kind of banned on there, but uh, I have to start it under a different name or something. But we'll get it up and running. <laughs> for sure any closing remarks andy it's all good thank you every guy everybody for listening this past year i hope everybody had a good christmas and the new year going forward and uh you know we'll check you out next time for sure all right everybody we wish you a great night and beautiful tomorrow Dad.